JMI Wealth Time, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Morning, Mike. How big a mess is it? Oh, it's well, what a 24 hours it's been. I mean, so much going on. Look, it's the mess is sort of starting to be worked through, but we're certainly not out of the woods yet. So much going on yesterday. Look, when, when we started yesterday, we were the first market that came back online after all the ructions surrounding um, SFB Bank, and Greg Smith covered yesterday morning what happened over the weekend. So when we arrived at work, Yesterday, the regulators over there were trying to auction off SVB, actually. That was that got kind of missed in a lot of the headlines. As the morning progressed, there was no news on them trying to sell off um, SVB, but we got the news that the regulators had stepped in and announced that all depositors would get their money back. Job done, you say. Well, that just felt a little bit too easy, didn't it? They also established a thing called the Bank Term Funding Program to help other banks who could get into difficulties. Now, you could ask why did they do this, because there's this moral hazard of should the government step in and basically support a bank? Uh, so, you know, what, where's the incentive for the bank to look after its own uh, business? Well, some interesting circumstances here. My SFB Bank appears to have been a victim of mismanagement. There doesn't appear to be, at this stage, a systemic issue. Like if you go back to the GFC, Mike, what was behind the GFC problem? Subprime mortgages, you know, people giving 30-year mortgages to 95-year-olds, you know, that were worth nothing. What um, SVB Bank appears to have been the victim of here was rapidly rising interest rates. And people forget 2022 was the most unusual year we have seen in decades in terms of the speed and the magnitude that interest rates rose. So there seems to be a problem within SFB Bank with interest rate risk management, and uh, they got caught there, but they had reasonable assets. Now, at the same time, the regulators have taken another bank into the fold. This is Signature Bank, um, other issues on their balance sheet there. They were involved with crypto and everything. But we have to flag that the, you've just been talking about this, Mike. We have to flag the fact that there are still problems in the banking sector. We're seeing what's called deposit flight from banks that have large quantities of uninsured deposits, so small regional banks under pressure. So there's still a lot going on, Mike. We're not out of the woods on that front. What have the markets done? Well, the share markets have stabilised, um, although they fell to begin with, they've bounced back. They're now sort of flirting with uh, being in the red or in the green. Um, so not recovered all the ground they lost at the end of last week, though. Uh, secondly, it's raised a lot of questions, and you just referred to this, as to what does the Federal Reserve now do at the next fund, fund, Fed funds rate review, which is coming up shortly. Now, the Goldman Sachs yesterday forecast that the Fed will pause, that they will step back from the monetary policy lever given what's happening. So we've seen a massive move lower in US interest rates. Uh, the biggest move in the two-year rates was the biggest single-day move in the two-year rates we've seen in decades. So lower interest rates, they've stabilised the share market. The US dollar is lower, Kiwi dollar is higher. That was at 61, it's now at 0.6234. Look, Mike, the thing is, we do not know if there are other problems or the extent of other problems in the banks in the US. Fed regulators are saying they've got this, that the banking system is safe. But remember, the, what, what does the banking system rest on, Mike? What does it rest on? It rests on confidence. If you lose that, you've got problems. So I don't think we're out the woods yet. No, we're not. And then you've got the price of tomatoes. Oh, my gosh. So what's the best way to get bad news out there? You hope that something else worse is going on. Uh, food price inflation numbers released yesterday. Yes, it can get worse. Food prices were 12% higher in February 23 than in February 22. If I look at the monthly numbers, food prices went 1.5% between January and February. 
Do you remember when 1.5% was an annual total inflation number? That used to be the annual CPI. <laughs> Food price inflation sort of got lost in the dark clouds circling the impending doom in the US banking system. So, And the government benefit announcement, budgets announcement, grocery items up 12%, fruit and veggies up 23%, meat and poultry 98 call that 10 Eggs, cheddar, cheese, potato chips, they're all the big culprits, tomatoes, Potatoes, highest food price inflation since 1989. Not very good news for the Reserve Bank here, Mike. Uh, we've got inflation problems everywhere we look. Uh, the OCR, the RB is forecasting a 5.5% peak. I reckon if you look around, there's a reasonable chance it's going to go higher. It's exactly right. What are the numbers? Okay, deep breath. As we look at it, uh, the Dow Jones is up 38 points, 31946. That was up 0.12%. The S&P 500, as we look at it right now, is dead flat. 3861, it's gone up, it's gone down, it's ended up right where it was at the moment. The NASDAQ is up 90 points, 11,229. If I look at other markets overnight, the FTSE 100 tanked 2.58%, 7548. The Nikkei was down 1.1%, that's 311 points, 27832. Shanghai Composite was up 1.23268. In Australasia, the ASX 200 lost 36 points, half a percent, 7108. The NZX 50 lost uh, almost half a percent. 11672 currencies 0.6227 QE against the US 0.9343 against the Aussie that's quite a bit higher 0.58 euro 0.5123 against the pound 82.9 on Japanese yen all you gold bugs out there gold has gone up $1906.98 and Brent crude has gone down $81.24 well done mate appreciate your expertise Andrew Keller here jmiworld.co.nz